fellow travelers, and welcome to the Unbroken Ground. My name is Paul. Uh, thank you for joining me again. This is episode 39, um, In the Best Way. Um, that's going to be the title for the episode. Um, I think I'm going to continue talking about leadership a little bit this week. I don't know. Um, I, I am putting putting together an idea that I think that I will have um, request for um, topics for some future podcasts because at episode 39 that means that I am just 13 away from having 52 episodes which is the number of episodes I agreed to do with myself and so that's the challenge and so that's what I've been doing um, so I might put in some audience participation um, uh, opportunities out there to if you have a topic that you want to hear me talk about um, research or um, think about, think through, um, then I might have that open for anybody who listens uh, on Facebook, those that are, that are on the Facebook group, all my friends. So um, keep an eye open for that uh, if you would like to suggest a topic. Um, as always, uh, you can join us in the conversation um, or start a conversation at the face- at Facebook page, which is uh, Facebook forward slash the unbroken ground uh, you can email me at the unbroken ground at gmail.com or you can find me on instagram at the unbroken ground uh, so yeah this week talking about authority and leadership and how those work together or do they let's jump in so continue on thinking just about leadership uh, and one of the things that uh, has really struck me as I've thought through, just thinking through the uh, implications of, of what it means to be a leader and um, like our expectations that we have when we think about who, who a leader is. Um, one, of the, one of the topics or one of the thoughts that I continuously come back to, um, especially over the past couple of weeks, has been the idea of authority. Um, and I think that, um, first off, we should be very clear in explaining that uh, leadership is not the same as authority, um, that uh, people can have authority without being leaders. You can be given, uh, and I think I referenced this a little bit in some of the other uh, thoughts as we thought through uh, leadership earlier in the last couple of episodes, um, you can be given a, a, a position that has authority, um, but it doesn't necessarily make you a leader. Um, it doesn't necessarily make you a good leader, I guess I should say. Uh, it, it makes you a leader in the sense that if you've been given authority over people, then people do have to follow you because of uh, some, some consequences. So, uh, for example, if you are the, the teacher of a class, um, you are given authority over the students. Uh, and if they don't follow your, that authority, then there are... Um, punishments, there's disciplines that, that you can enact due to their lack of following your authority. Um, but again, that doesn't make you a leader just because you have authority. Uh, the same thing with um, being, a, even say like being a police officer, you have authority because of the position that you've given, you've been given, um, but it doesn't make you a leader. The, the fact that you have authority doesn't make you a leader. But I think so many times people um, confuse the two. They want to be um, seen as leaders because they want to have authority. And I think that um, some of that is just from the fact that people want to um, 
be uh, there's there's that kind of esteem uh, prestige that validation um, that if people trust you enough to put you in a place of authority um, that they they are validating that they are uh, confirming that they believe in you and that um, that they think you should have that position and that people should follow you um, that that's a thing that a lot of people seek after um, a lot of people want authority because authority um, is connected with power uh, and so there is even uh, even a subset of people that have lacked power, and so they want that authority because uh, it is, in essence, power. They want power. They want to be able to have the um, the ability to make decisions and to uh, tell people uh, what they should do and not be questioned by that because they are the authority. Uh, and, I, and I think that, um, again, all of that is true. You can have people who are um, seeking authority because they want power. You can have people who are seeking authority. Sometimes it's it's not necessarily like a like um, even a because that's kind of an intense personal um, lust or desire for power of like oh I I've been powerless so I want some power um, or or I want power because. Uh, I don't like it when I'm when I don't have control when I don't have power uh, that can be a very negative thing uh, for people because that can be that that they are using that um, as a way to control other people or to get to things they want or or just um, really to deal with life in an, in an unhealthy way and, and so then, but then I think there's also some people who um, want to be they feel like they are gifted and they have a certain set of skills or, or set, a set of knowledge uh, or, or have obtained a, an amount of knowledge that helps them that they want to be in places of authority because they, they want to be helpful. And so they, they're like, oh, I can help people. And they've experienced um, people who have been in authority over them and have not been so helpful. Or they've, they've experienced people who have. It's been a positive experience and they want to carry that out. And so um, a lot of times the the idea of leadership or being a leader is is tied into this idea of authority. Um, and it's a very worldly way uh, to look at, at leadership is that, oh, I have authority. I, you, I, the buck stops with me. The, 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 uh, the, the responsibility is with me. Um, and, and so um, there, there can be very much, there can be people that, that desire that just for the, the case of they want to have that. They want to have the authority. Um, whether or not they are a leader or not, though, um, really depends upon their heart and, and how they lead. Um, because the, the, the thing about authority is that it does not, um, it there to, to a point people will follow, but it is not something that is influential, um, in, in, or as powerful as, um, for example, Jesus example of, of love of, of a servant leadership, which, 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 uh, kind of bases its power in not authority, but in in willingness to sacrifice and care, uh, to be a good shepherd, and and when you know that your leader cares about you and and um, is seeking your good and has good things for you and and is not just um, seeking the, a name for themselves, then then you you tend to be able to more people want to follow that. Um, whereas um, authority, often worldly authority, is about lording it over people, um, holding, uh, holding yourself up as an expert and, and uh, making people follow you. Uh, and so there is, a, there is a limited amount of authority that you can use um, that people will agree to follow. 
depending on your circumstances. So, uh, for example, if you have authority, uh, but you don't have any relational skill or influence, um, then your authority eventually runs out. Uh, so we see this, I think, uh, one of the examples I see this is, is in um, summer camp when I was, when I was a summer camp um, director and we had, um, we had hired people to go in and be summer staff. And one of the things that they did is they had a group of kids and they were the authority for the group of kids until they weren't. Um, so for whatever reason, they, they lost control of the group. They lost that leadership. Uh, and it's same, uh, similar to um, in the idea of like a classroom, like you are the, the teacher is the authority until they're not. And, and, and so um, if the teacher's authority fails or doesn't work, um, then a lot of times it's like, well, then I'm going to go get the principal or the superintendent. You know, the, the, these, we're going to go up. We're going to escalate the situation. Um, and, um, in essence, the, the, then, and the same thing happens at camp where the, the camp staff is like, well, we have to get the camp, the program director involved. They're the ones. And once that happens, then, then the, the offending person, the child, the, the, the teenager has learned who has the real authority. And in some sense, it's, it's them because the, 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 um, the staff member just didn't know how to um, control them, or they couldn't. I mean, you know, let's let's say that let's let's be fair to say that there's some situations where it's just inevitable that it's going to be escalated, and that a camp director or a staff person above with higher authority is going to have to step in. Uh, but there, and as we see, the problem is that your authority only exists only. Uh, is only extended as much as um, by the power of your will, by the uh, uh, the power of your expertise, or the power of of just your presence, your personality. Um, authority really relies upon those, uh, because once those supporting things and authority fail, um, then you lose it. Uh, and and I think that it is, um, and I, and I think that's a very big struggle for people who are in leadership. And I, and I think it comes back from just if we think about it, because it's the way the world thinks about being leaders. Um, it, it reminds me of the story in the Bible where um, the, the, the mother comes and says, Jesus, let my son sit at your right and left hand. Let them have authority. And of course, this just really makes all the other disciples mad, right? Because they want to be the ones with authority. Because again, these are some oppressed people. These are some people who have been oppressed by the Roman Empire, that they have been um, abused and disassociated and, and um had their lives just ruled by the religious fanatics, the, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees who, who had told them that they're not worthy to be uh, students of the rabbis. They, uh, they, they controlled, um, you know, the communities. And, and so they were in a lot of ways, very powerless. They were, they had power taken away from them. And so, um, in a very human way, um, the, the disciples, are beginning to think about this when Jesus is talking about his kingdom coming into power. Um, they're thinking about, okay, well, who gets the rule? Who gets to be in charge? Who gets the authority? Who gets to set at the right hand of the king? I mean, they know they're not going to be a king because king is Jesus, and they know they're not going to be the king, but who gets to be his right-hand man and his left-hand man? Who gets to be second in command? Who gets to have authority up to the point that they to Jesus? 
And, and Jesus makes the point of saying, that's not how the kingdom of God works. Um, that's not how God is going to influence people. And, and it's not going to be an outward pressure of authority that changes people. It's going to be a new heart. And the pressure is going to come not from an authority figure that's standing on the outside um, saying, thou shall not, or you do this, or you go to hell um, kind of language, but instead it's from the inside of this heart that says, do you want to have life? Are you tired? Are you weary? Come and take upon my yoke. I will, come follow me, and I will change you from the inside out. And, and, and for Jesus, his leadership, the reason that, that we follow him or because we can follow him is because he loved us so much that he would give his life up for us. And, and that is the kind of leadership that people will follow. I, I, there are leaders in my life that I will tell, I, will, I mean, I will honestly tell people that I'll, if, you, if you want me to follow them, I will, I will, I will uh, you know, run into a brick wall for them. Uh, I will we'll take on the gates of hell with water guns if they're leading. Um, because I, that's because they have cared for me, because they have um, directed me, because they have led me in such a way that that's, I'm committed, I'm in. Uh, and, and whatever they want to do, um, let's go. I'm there. And, and it's not because they had um, authority that was given to them because of their position, although that was there. Um, but it was because they um, led with integrity and they cared and, and they showed that. Um, they listened. Uh, and so it wasn't, it wasn't because um, they had the power, although they did, um, that the, a lot of that authority still rested and was vested in them. Um, that was not the reason. And, and so I think it's important to remember that as a leader, um, authority is a tool that you can use, but it's not the same as leadership. It's not the same. And having power is not directly even connected with being a leader uh, because there are leaders who don't have power, per se, authority, per se. They have power, but they don't have authority given to them by a title or by, by a, a governance or, or anything like that, but they're still influential and they have a power to change people's hearts, to lead people, to, to, uh, to guide and direct people that, that, that there is a power not, and, and people will follow them. They will surrender their lives to them, not because they've been told, well, if you don't, then there's going to be consequences, because, but because they see who that leader is and they are inspired to follow. And, and to me, that's the highest level of leadership, um, is to realize that, that you, you can have, now you can use authority, but you have to realize that the more you simply use your authority as a bludgeoning tool to make people do what you want to, them to do, um, the more, the, the less ineffective that becomes. The more you have to do that, the less ineffective that you, you, that is not an effective tool to always use because power, especially in most situations, uh, in, in the ones that we deal with, there are, you know, there's some dictatorial uh, kind of senses where power is ultimate and it's like, yeah, but even then, like if you, if you think about that, like there are people in um, Russia and in China who live under these regimes that are that have total power, and yet they still rebel. 
Um, and and that's what that's what authority when authority is overextended and used more than any other type of leadership when when it's used by leaders and without any other things to to undergird that to support that then it leads to rebellion the more you tell people to do stuff just because you tell them to do that like i told you to um the less they will uh, the more resistant they'll be to that, the more resistant. And so you'll have to use um, more authority. You'll have to have some kind of larger punishment or, or some, some greater, grander scheme of how to um, make people um, do what you want them to do. And that's why you see in places that have dictators that the, they will result eventually to the ultimate, which is that we'll kill you. That's our authority. We will we will end your life. We'll we'll kill your friends and family. We will we you will do what we say or we will kill you. Because their authority because of because it is only their leadership is only based on this authority and by holding it and by by um, establishing it and, and holding it through powerful things like just holding on to it through violence, um, it eventually doesn't it doesn't have the effect. It doesn't have the effect. And so um, we just have to be, I think we, I think we can take from that as a lesson. I think that we can, we can take from that. We have to be very careful as leaders to not resort uh, or rely on that idea of authority as our main way that we lead people. And because, because when we do that, um, when we do that, um, we are leading, um, in a way that that has that is that's going to continue to become less. It's beca- it's going to uh, be less effective rather than more effective, um, and and so we have to be careful. Um, we have to be careful how when we when we think about how we're leading and when we when we think about um, who is following that we haven't resorted to that drawn to the bucket too many times. I, I love, um, so John Maxwell was a, was a big leadership guy back when I was how in my twenties. So coming, coming out of college and, and he, I guess he still is a big leadership guy, although, um, a little bit dated now, uh, people, people like, um, people like to read other things like by Simon Sinek. And so, so they have other leadership gurus now, but John Maxwell was kind of the guy in Christian leadership when I was coming out. Um, and I, and I think, um, he said, and one of the things that I always, that stuck, struck with me and stuck with me was this idea that, that as leaders, you kind of had a currency and this is where I see like authority. Um, you kind of have a currency, um, and you got a bank. So you've got a bank account of leadership. Uh, you got a bank account of authority and when you use it, it's gone. You can't, you can't really fill that back up. And so eventually when you use it all the way out, you, you lose it. And so that influence that you had because you had um, this position of authority, um, suddenly it's gone. And then what do you do? Then what do you do? Well, if you don't have any other kind of relational influence or any other levers of influence, then you, you cease to lead. You cease to lead. You you. Um, people may keep you, um, in the position of authority that you seem to have, but they don't listen to you anymore and you no longer can influence people. And so you have to be very careful about how you lead and, and how you lead the most reluctant people, 
because I think that is that is where we are most um, tempted to simply use our authority is is to make the reluctant people do what we want them to do or the people we don't like or the people that we just don't relate well to we we when when we don't when none of the when when it seems like none of our, our other ways of of leading work um we we resort to kind of bringing out the last trick which is just authority you'll do it because i told you to You'll do it because I said so. You'll do it because God has said so. I mean, and that's a scary thing. That's a scary thing to, to, to assume um, that you, you can lead people because God has told you um, is, is, a, is, is something that um, you should hold very both uh, gently and sacredly um, that to, to, re, to refuse um, to allow that to be a position of how you bludgeon people into doing what you want them to do. Um, that, that, is, that is a very uh, scary place. If you um, begin to say that I'm going to be a leader and you should do these things because God has spoken to me and to me only, um, God has spoken, um, and so you, you will do what I say, um, you will not question, you know, those type of things. That's where authority, um, basically the, the dark side of authority lives. Um, it, it is with leadership, there is going to be a certain amount of authority. Even if it is not official or expressed authority or, or even if it's not organizational authority, as a leader, you're going to have some kind of authority. You're also going to have influence. Um, and, and I think people should be very careful in wanting authority without understanding how they can influence people. Because if you want a job just so, or you want a position or you want a title just so you can tell people what to do, um, then, then that, you're not a leader. And that's, that's not what leaders do. Uh, you, you will... Um, I mean, it, it will work for a little bit because you have... Uh, there is a, there is an amount um, that authority works, um, and but but at some places where when you are just living out your authority and, and it's organizational authority and it has nothing else, that's all it is. You're in that position. Um, one of the places that it's hard to really recover from is when you make major mistakes, and we talked about that last week of how do you recover the trust. But when when um, when you are living out authority and 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 people start to see you as uh, someone who makes mistakes or is constantly wrong or then, then you start to lose influence in that because you are, um, if, if all you're doing is your positional authority as, as the person who's, I should be in charge. And then people are like, okay, you should be in charge. Why are you making these mistakes? Why are you not doing things? Why are, why are we going in the wrong direction? Yeah. People are going to stop following you. So there is a limit. There is a there's an expiration date on that kind of authority if you don't have any other kind of levers of influence. And so as a leader, you have to be self-aware and learn how you lead people. And if all you have is is a title or if all you have is organizational authority, just know that you 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 your time will come where you will no longer lead. Um 
because people will just simply, they may, uh, they may assent to you, to your face. They may say yes to your face, but they will simply live however they want to do. And, and then if they don't follow you, guess what? Yes, you have to then um, find either a suitable punishment, a suitable um, negative downside to them not following you, or somebody higher up. And then there you go. You've lost your influence because someone else is actually the authority. And that's all you were living on. And so we have to be very careful. We can use authority. Authority can be something that we can use, and it can be one of the tools that we use. But when it's the only tool and when it's used to bludgeon people over the head, we will lose it. Now, as a leader, you will lose it. You, won't, you can't consistently keep that. Because even, like I said, even in countries where, where you have dictators who have ultimate unchecked authority, people still rebel. People still fight back. People still go on to revolutions. People still overthrow, have, have um, coup attempts and try to overthrow because um, that, that they don't see you as a leader. They don't see you as influential. Uh, and so you, so you have to realize that unless you are going to be okay with being a dictator and only having a, a ruling with a, a fist and, and getting rid of the people who disagree with you and who won't follow you, so you're just constantly having new people come in or you're just constantly being basically to your face lied to about agreeance and then people going and just doing whatever they want, um, you have to figure out how to um, be an influence without just authority. You can use authority, but when we overuse it, when we only rely on that, that's when it becomes, I think, weak. And that's why I think Jesus didn't come to set up a kingdom on earth in the sense that, that his disciples and that the, the Israelites really wanted. They really wanted Jesus to come to set up this, this earthly kingdom. They were gonna, he was going to kick the Romans out. He was going to uh, recreate Israel. He was going to be the, 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 the physical king, the earthly king that they wanted. And so when Jesus came and started talking about this idea of establishing a kingdom, um, the, the, the Jews were very excited because they wanted that. They were ready. They were ready to establish this physical kingdom. They were going to kick the Romans out. They were going to fight the battle. But Jesus began to talk about this idea of like, there, no, there's a kingdom that lives in our hearts. There's a spiritual kingdom. And the kingdom is here and it's now and, we, and he rules that. But it's not going to be a government of that, that we think of, like the, it's not the UN, it's not the United States government, it's not, it's just not. And Jesus avoided that. There was a time in the Gospels where they, the, the Jews were like, this guy needs to be king, let's make him king. And it says that he knew their hearts and he slipped away because he was going to have no part of that. He was going to have no part of that. And we see that his... The way, the way he led was with love, and, he, and there was no love greater than that he would die for our sins, that he would, that he would lead, his, his, his life led him to the cross. His leadership was to the cross, and he, and he died for us because, there was, because he loved us. And, and there is no greater motivator there's no greater motivator than love. And, and you know, it's hard to take that sometimes into a business world um, because it's like, well, it's weird to love your coworkers or it's weird to love, you know, Joe in accounting. Uh, 
but I, but the principles are there. Like if you're a leader and you are concerned about what you do uh, and how your actions bring suffering or relief to the people underneath that are that are following you if you truly care about that if you if you if you if that's kind of what motivates you you want to see success but you want you want to care for the people too then people will are going to want to follow you if you show that your heart is to to be to do what's best for the company and for the people in the company people will want to follow you they'll want to be a part of that but that takes time and that takes energy and that takes effort. And and it takes some some humility and it takes some um just that admitting that that we can't do it all. And it takes some dependence. We depend upon one another. Even as leaders, we depend upon those that follow us. And, and so as a good leader, leader, as a good shepherd, we have to take care of the flock. Because if you are um, disregarding the health, the, 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 the mental health, the, social, the, the spiritual health, the physical health of the people that work for you, um, you will lose those people. Uh, yeah, as a shepherd, if you don't take care of your sheep, they will go away. They will, they will be picked off by predators. They will die because they just didn't have good leadership. And, and so if you're not aware of who your followers are and the health that they have, then you're missing an opportunity as a leader. How do you help them be better? How do you help them be better? And then, and then, uh, maybe you know if you're on several leaders up. How do you help your leaders be better so that the leaders that that are leading that they're leading are better? And then how do you communicate that as an organization wide? And again, it's it's hard because as leaders, a lot of times we're the first ones through the ideas, and so we see the things. You can see the overview. We see the things. We know why decisions are made. We know the communication. We know the discussions. We know the, what people are, are, are going back and forth. Uh, but a lot of times, the people at the lowest level, all they see is the decision. And, and they, they stack it up against their life to say, is this good for me or is this bad for me? And so as a leader, the challenge is to see. It's to see the health, wealth, spiritualness, mental all of that of the people that are underneath that are following you because people want to follow good leaders. They do. They, they, they're drawn to that. That's how we're made. But the question remains, are you a good leader or do you just have authority? So that's what to think about this week. Um, that's what I'm thinking about. So you have thoughts, comments, as always, please reach out. Pray that uh, God will. Uh, I hope you I hope you serve under a good leader wherever you whatever you do wherever you work, uh, and if you're a leader, I hope that that challenges challenges you to to um, uh, think about how you lead and how you can be a better leader. Uh, God bless. Hopefully, we'll see you. Uh, at least you'll hear me. Uh, join me next week. Hope you have a good week.